Yes, a very good morning, everyone. Wednesday, February 21, the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Good morning, wherever and however you are listening. Those teams are out for week two of the preseason challenge as we count down to the start of the NRL season. Uh, Penrith entrenched over there in Manchester ahead of the World Club Challenge this week. Uh, as well, some news in regards to Jarvaria Hargreaves at the Roosters. The It's the uh, annual, annual general meeting for the game this morning, the Australian Rugby League Commission, the NRL as well. We're looking ahead to the start of the Supercars season, the Bathurst 500 this weekend. Plenty of AFL news around as well. And, of course, we've got a T20 tonight between New Zealand and Australia to kick off that tour across the Tasman uh, some Champions League this morning, round of 16 action. There's a Premier League match between Man City and Brentford as well. So plenty going on this morning. A lot of great guests through the show as well. And Pup's here. G'day, Pup. Morning, boys. What's doing? What do you mean, Pup's here? Well, I just, Where have I been? Got nowhere. Oh. Uh, not you got, much. You got it's the long still... sleeve shirt after the jumper yesterday. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. it's Hot flushes, got... cold flushes. What's doing? No, just a stiff neck. My neck's cooked. I'm going. I need a scan, MRI this week. I think it's it's injection time. Cortisone. Jeez. Facet joint block. Two of those, one each side. Mm. I, I'm sick of treatment already. It's only been a week, but I can't handle it. What just can't go one yeah, way? Just stiff neck. Yeah. yeah, mornings are probably worse. It'll heat up as the day goes on, but yeah, you know what it's like. Just you don't like being injured. No. Especially when you don't know what it's from. At least. Have done something to get an injury. I haven't done anything. Old age, Loz. Happens to all of us. Right? <laughs> Happens to all of us. How are you, Loz? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Um, obviously looking forward to the trials again this weekend because a couple of the clubs have named full-strength sides. And the doggies in particular, I was interested to see what side they were going to put out and where Stephen Crichton uh, fitted into the puzzle. And it looks as though... Mm-hmm. He's going to play centre, start at least start the year as a centre because I think if he was going to play fullback in round one, that's where they would have mm. selected him for this weekend's game. They've decided to keep Blake Taff. I think it looks a strong backline uh, for the Bulldogs, uh, and you still got to remember you've still got a guy like Connor Tracy that is not playing this weekend that will definitely come into that mm. squad somewhere. Um, but that backline, uh, that's pretty good when you've got Crichton. Uh, in the centres, you've got Burton at 5'8", you've got Addo Carr on the wing, you've got Blake Taff at the back. I thought Bronson Sherry was terrific in his first game back in four years. So uh, there's a bit to like about the dogs' back line. Drew Hutchison leading the race. You'd have to probably take from that for the seven jersey at the moment as well. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think that he's uh, in line to start the seven. He got that position last week against the Melbourne Storm. He's there again this weekend. Um, And again, I think that Drew, with his experience, and can take a bit of pressure off Matt Burton, and it was working well with them, Uh, albeit Toby Sexton, when he came on in that trial in the second half, played good football. And if you're judging them both on their performances, on who was the better player in that game, it was Toby Sexton, I thought. But uh, Drew Hutchinson uh, is a good player. Uh, he'll fit into that system really well. Uh, he frees Burton up. Uh, the big question mark about the dogs will be their forwards. You know, the forward pack. Uh, to you know, to my eye, looks as though it's a couple of big men short. 
Um, and when I mean big men, probably middles short. Um, but who knows if they can keep the majority of their best 17 on the paddock all season, uh, they'll be more than competitive, uh, better than last year, I would say. Little double header there at Belmore on Friday night with uh, the Bunnies taking on the Roosters. Naturally, both sides uh, very much, well, they're essentially New South Wales Cup sides, aren't they? Considering, obviously, the the main squads are over there in the States. And then you've got the Sharks and the Dogs there at Belmore. Uh, and the Sharks and Dogs both look very close, if not full strength, very close to uh, ahead of that preseason challenge match. But this game tonight, it's on at 5.10 Eastern Daylight Time over at the Basin Reserve there in Windy Wellington mm. in New Zealand. And Mitch Marsh saw a bit of him speaking yesterday, Pup, uh, you know, saying that the top three settled. Travis Head, Dave Warner opening, Mitch Marsh at three. Steve Smith, it's going to be interesting. This is our last three T20 internationals, by the way, before the World Cup mm. in the middle of this year. Marcus Stornis is injured for this uh, little series, or at least this game. I think he's out for the series, actually. They put uh, Spencer Johnson in for him. So what he... It's usually Maxwell, four. Stornis, five. Tim David, six in our T20 side. And then Matty Wade, seven. Mm. No Stornis for this series. So you'd think Smith probably slots in in that... No. Floating spot? No. I don't reckon. So what, what, reckon where, where does he fit? He's he doesn't open. fit. He's got to open the batting. Open or nothing? I think so. Mm. I, I think he's. I think in in one day cricket, different. He yeah. can bat anywhere in that top four. Um, in T Twenty cricket now, I think he has to open. Otherwise, I think you yeah you're probably picking a power player through the middle or an all rounder through the middle. Um, you know, you've seen what Glenn Maxwell does from in that number four position. Uh, he's as good as anyone in the world batting in the middle order. He's probably better than anyone. Like, he scored more hundreds at number four than any other player. So, I think I think Smitty in 2020 cricket is suited to opening the batting. And I think he's shown that through the BBL with the Sixers as well. That's his, That's the best place for him to bat. So, I think they either open with him or you'll probably see they'll go with um, an all-rounder through the middle or a bit more of that Tim David power player who can smack it out of the park. Um, yeah, going to be interesting um, to see how, again, start of this New Zealand tour. I know the test matches are different, but they want to get off to a good start. Um, Mitch Marsh captain as well, while Pat Cummins is in the squad. So that's the first time this has happened. Um, yeah, and the last couple of games before the T20 World Cup. So the Aussies all want to play good cricket, want to be winning, and then look towards that. That World Cup campaign. So we assume now Mitch Marsh is going to be captain of the World yes, Cup. Yes, I think so. I think this is very clear that he's now the 2020 captain. Um, and then Paddy is, is, well, Paddy's definitely doing the test matches. And it sounds like he wants to continue to do the one days as well. Good hey. mix, good balance, I reckon. Allows Paddy just to play these T20s and um, uh, just, take, just take a bit of pressure off as well. You don't have to do all the stuff outside of what happens on the field, all the meetings, all the organising. It just allows him to be with the boys and concentrate on bowling and smacking a few, which I'm sure he'll enjoy. Something for us to watch tonight. In Australia, a dollar fifty-five favourites with Tab for that one. New Zealand, a $2.45. You see, um, India have ruled out... So, well, Kale Rahul's still injured, mm. but they're, they're resting Boomer yeah, for his fourth test. I saw that. Mm. Amazing. You know, I, I know it's a, it's a big ask to ask him to play five test matches and be as good as he's been, but 
Yeah, interesting. Two one up. I thought maybe they might have mm. go for the jugular, win the series, and then where's the next test being played at? I don't know. No. Ranchy. Te- oh, this one's round. I don't know where the fifth test is. I'm yeah. not sure. Don't know unless they, maybe they think it's going to be an absolute turner. It's Durham Salah, which is right up near the Himalayas, yeah, be- which is perfect for the seamers. It? It's probably the best ground in India for seam bowling. Yeah, it's and still pretty good wicket. Yeah. But it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful stadium actually. Um, not far from Nepal. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I'm, I'm a little surprised. I just thought maybe they might have thought win push as hard as you can to win this game, win the series. Can't lose in the last test, and then you can. Do what you like with Boomer because he's been brilliant. But mm. I don't know. Maybe he's well, not maybe. He's that important to him as well. They probably don't want to see him injured, and um, he has bowled beautifully. So he's going to miss. And KRL is still not fit, which is. <laughs> and I, I think I just saw Virat Kohli's just welcomed his second child. Him and his wife just had their second child, so uh, he's out of the entire series. So he won't be playing again either. Got a bit of depth though, haven't they? Oh, especially, especially in their conditions. Yet. In Indian conditions, yeah. mate, there's there's so much talent to choose. But um, there was a couple of young blokes that came out here oh, a couple of years ago, mm. and I've never heard of them since. Yeah, Shardul Dakur was sure, one of them. Pretty uh, sure was another one. Yeah, uh, well, he was the keeper at the time. I think, sure, no, he's a little opening batsman. They were comparing. Was to, he our oh, opener? That's yeah, right. Yeah, actually, you're right. Tendulkar. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he, he came out, and mm. I don't know whether he got any runs, but he, he seems to be. On the outer. They've got a heap of good players. What happened to Rishat Pant? I know he had an accident. He had a yeah. car crash. I think, I think it's been a long road back. Just, uh, he's gonna, he'll be, he's, I saw he was training in the Nets yesterday. So, um, Jeez, he's been out a while. Yeah, I think, Matt, I think from his perspective, he's alive, lucky very alive. happy that, yeah, yeah. that he made it through that crash. So, but they're talking he'll be back for this year's IPL. He wants to be a part of it. He's been working. He had the even – I don't know – I just going on what I see on his social media yeah. it was, it was nearly learned to walk again. All of that stuff, like it was, oh, it was wow. really bad. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully for him, um, he's back for this year's IPL. But yeah, he unbelievable player, Rishabh Pant. My God, tale of two cities. An interview here with Nathan Cleary. Cleary's Manchester moment is the back page of the Daily Telegraph today. Uh, headline: City slickers with the same photo. Nathan Cleary there at Manchester City's facilities. That's on the back page of the Herald. Uh, as well, so Penrith, uh, and we'll speak to Adam Pengilly soon, who's uh, naturally over there covering the World Club Challenge, and uh, apparently they've had an opposed session with Sam Burgess's Warrington overnight in the lead-up to their clash against Wigan this weekend, and they've been blown away by Manchester City's facilities. Uh, Nathan Cleary, by the way, gave his two cents worth laws on the bunker, now having the power to look at field goals. And uh, Cleary saying he thinks it'll open a can of worms that'll be so nitpicked, especially if they're looking for offside. Now, when we get to Golden Point, if the bunker can look for offside and just look at every circumstance around a field goal, well, there's going to be if the field goal misses, there'll be there should be a penalty every time because there just about is to the letter mm. of the law. How many times do we see the markers, etc., in Golden Point? <laughs> When a field goal's been taken, you can't tell me there's not a player not off. There's not at least one player offside just about every single time. No. So if the field goal misses, you're going to get a penalty and a kick at goal yeah. to win the game. Well, teams are going to have to be a lot more disciplined, aren't they, for a start? But you're right in everything that you said. If you want to look deep into it, you can find a penalty anywhere. 
um, and the blockers, uh, which has become a bit of a, a negative on the game. But again, we get back to these stoppages, you know, uh, uh, towards the end of the game, you know, one team has a shot, another team goes down there, has another shot, <laughs> stopping the game, looking at it, you're wanting fatigue to come into it in that golden point time. Um, but anyway, I, I think if we can make the game better, uh, I'm all for it. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it all sort of plays out and there'll be some blow-ups throughout the year um, and there'll be some that get away with it and some that don't. It's just part of what we expect um, in the NRL when you go to um, use the technology. It's like in any sport. It'll be subjective calls. Mm. You know, you'll have moments where, oh, is that a blocker or isn't it a blocker? Is he one foot offside? Is he two centimetres offside? It, it, it's just going to come down to the the video ref's decision and some people will be unhappy with some of the decisions that are made. But overall, I think it's a good decision. But one of my frustrations has been the amount of stoppages we have. I just hope we don't have a time where we have field goal, field goal, field goal, three in a row and it's stopped for one and a half, two minutes. That's all. Probably will. Well, again, it highlights to me that golden point's a bit of a farce. Mm. Do you still like golden point, Lots? Oh, look, I, I know people want golden tries, but I, I, I just don't know what you're going to do and how you're going to police that as well. Because if it's golden try, you'll be giving away more penalties. You'd just give away penalties. Mm. Six to go, you'll, you'll just give them away. Like, at least with a, like a field goal, if the referees are fair dinkum, they just penalise them if they do the wrong mm. thing. Um, but when it's a when it's a golden try, you you'll push the envelope a lot more. You're not going to jump off a player if you tackle them, knowing that you can give away a penalty and still be in the game because mm. they can the have a shot. They just... can have a shot for goal, but it doesn't matter if it's a golden try. Mm. They're still going to score a four pointer. Um, so uh, look, I, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people would love to have the draw. Um, I think it's exciting when we go to Golden Point. Um, but a lot of people disagree. I think a lot of people would still love the draw to be in the game and take a point at the end of the 80 minutes. Or just go five each way, and if you're ahead at the end of the 10 minutes, great. Not not golden anything, like we have in, in, um, well, in the just, finals. Well, you could just go six What minutes. do you mean, just take the draw? No, no, well, we'll just go five each, draw after 80 minutes, five each way, and, and just play that full 10 minutes. And, and what if it's still a draw? Then it's a draw. Then why bother having five each way? Just you've got eighty minutes well, to work it out if you can't, and it's a draw, it's a draw. Well that's the other argument people would have <laughs> to why, why are you gonna play ninety? You got eighty. Yeah. I, I reckon no draw. I hate draws. Winner or loser. Okay. To the death. Just do you can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got the player off. welfare yeah. argument. Oh yeah. <laughs> you gotta play four days later. <laughs> okay, don't play. Uh, uh, Adam P. Gilly's written this story in the back page of the Herald about Jerome Luai. Deal took toll, but I won't let Panthers down. Luai uh, saying that, you know, obviously it took a huge toll on him. It was a big decision, the biggest decision he's had to make. Jerome, it's great to be wanted. Let me tell you. My last forever. <laughs> I'm sure it was a big decision. But when you go to the Tigers and that beautiful dollars come in, you've got a new challenge. I know it's a big decision, difficult to leave your teammates, but it's always great to be wanted. Well, he's, yeah. 
<laughs> he's made it clear his reasons. Mm. Um, I, I just think, yeah, I, I, you don't know what you don't know, right? As uh, all of us, but until you're in that position, I, I think mm. you can. You've he's got a he would have a rough idea that the rules of engagement are are about to change when he changes clubs, puts on that Tigers jersey. There's going to be a lot more expectation. Um, there's going to be a lot more pressure when you paid that amount of money and it's made public as well, then there's things that come with that. So, yeah, I, I think for him now, he, he's just got to keep playing the best footy he can and then he's got to find a way to not allow all the distractions to get to him when he gets to the Tigers. But it is what it is. It's mm. the, best, the best players in, in their sport, this is what makes them the best because they can... They can deal with all the distractions. They can leave the off-field stuff off the field, and once you walk on, you you got to be at the top of your game. And in rugby league, as Loz knows better than anyone, you've got to do it week in, week out. I reckon that is going to be – he's going to be stared at. Every single game he plays for the Tigers, his performance is going to be judged. But yeah, He wants to be business. the dominant leader that's in exactly a footy right. team. Yeah. That, that's what he is after. He wants to be the number one. He wants to make well, a difference. He's got it now. And he's got that when he goes to the yep. West Tigers. Mm. And at Penrith, he's sitting there behind Nathan Cleary. Uh, and he's, if he's smart, he'll be learning about what Nathan yeah. is doing and what makes him so successful as a leader and then incorporate some of that into his game. Um, but the big question will be whether he can do that. Yeah, What type of... Dominant number seven will he be? Um, but it's an exciting challenge, one that he wanted. Yes, he's going to get very well paid for it. He's made a big decision to lead Penrith, where you know that they're set up to have success for a long period of time, going to the West Tigers, who, under a new coach, um, plenty of optimism, and they'll be dreaming moving forward. But, you know, see how much of a difference he can make, because the pressure will be on as soon as he walks through those doors. Yeah. Last roll of the dice, headline back page of the Career Mail, injured Bronco faces fitness test to book Vegas tick, and that's in regards to Brendan Piercura, who uh, suffered that knee injury in the trial against the Cowboys last weekend. So he's got to pass a fitness test to uh, make that trip for round one against the Roosters. Gee, I'll tell you what, it's a pretty hectic story on the back page of the, well, the Herald Sun and the Australian Demon accused of drug trafficking is the headline here. Big AFL story to break yesterday afternoon slash evening. Melbourne player Joel Smith, uh, so Sport Integrity Australia, have accused him of peddling cocaine. The 27-year-old tested positive on a uh, game day late last season. His representatives are yet to comment, but uh, he's facing multiple years suspensions, possibly worse if these allegations are proven. So that's a big story in regards to the Melbourne Football Club and their player, Joel Smith. Uh, the Giants and the Swans, by the way, they've got a practice match tomorrow at Moore Park, 10 a.m. GWS captain Toby Green, he won't be there. His wife is due to give birth to their first. And goodness me, he was sublime last year. 66 goals, All-Australian captain. Probably, as they head into round one this year, the best player in the game, Loss. Is that over the top to say? Toby Green, best player in the AFL right now. Oh, he'd be in the argument. Young Dacos is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but just Green with his ability to kick goals as well as play in the midfield. Yeah. Oh, you could make a case. You could make a case for Toby Green. I'd hate to say who the best player is. Mm. Um, we're splitting hairs when you get... Up to that level, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think um, Dacos 
if he stayed fit, he would have won that Brownlow and won it really well. I, I think he was the standout player yeah. last year before injury. Before it did, injury. It did cost him, didn't it? He yeah. would have won the Brownlow. Yeah. Mm. But Toby Green, geez, certainly in the top three. Mm. And you could make a case for him being the best. In it's my a, opinion. 